Gee whiz, it was, uh, we tend to forget that the, the, the aftermath of the, the, those bushfires that we had here, uh, this time last year and of course the year before, and the state government have deployed, understandably and uh, correctly, a couple of uh, recovery coordinators, a couple of blokes who are experienced in their field to help people in areas like, uh, well, Yorktown and up in the Adelaide Hills and over on Kangaroo Island, and just the impact of these uh, bushfires. Alex Zimmerman, who was a copper for about 50-odd years, as the uh, Cudley Creek Local Recovery Coordinator, and uh, Rob Manton uh, looks after the the land recovery um, coordination over there on Kangaroo Island, and Alex and, uh, and, uh, and Rob join us on the program. Gentlemen, good afternoon, and uh, thanks, for, thanks for the time. Hi, Tony. How are you, mate? Hey, well, Tony, well, how are you going? Uh, yeah, good, thank you, boys, and congratulations on the work you do. Is there a tendency that because of COVID and all of the things that have happened this year, uh, some of us, certainly not those people, have been tragically and directly affected, but uh, there's been a tendency to, to overlook the fact that we this time last year we were going through hell with those bushfires. Uh, Tony, uh, Alex, you mate, look, uh, I, I think that uh, people can be forgiven uh, for that because, uh, you know, what we've experienced recently with COVID has been, as people say, absolutely unprecedented. But yeah. ne- nevertheless, we've been working, you know, really hard with our local communities and uh, that going forward in, well, I, I think in leaps and bounds at the moment. Um, Rob, a question for you. The um, the COVID thing, of course, would have, uh, has it slowed the, the whole recovery process? I imagine it has. It did for a period of time, Tony, probably back in the, when we were under pretty severe restrictions and travel was very limited for builders and all the rest of it. But having said that, South Australia and the community of South Australia writ, writ large has managed those things particularly well, um, abided by the restrictions so that we didn't have too many periods where things couldn't happen at all. And what we found certainly on the island was that property owners, farmers used that opportunity of, of reduced activity to basically reassess were they using their properties and deriving the best they could from their properties the way they'd set it up with the crops and the stock. Um, so, yeah, there was a slowdown effect initially, but I think that's been overcome in recent times. Rob, looking after Kangaroo Island as you are, yeah, the, your title, the title is the, um, the Kangaroo Island Local Recovery Coordinator. What about the tourism, which has always been such a big and important aspect of, uh, of the local community over there, the local economy? How's tourism faring on Kangaroo Island? Um, it, it's, it's been terrific, particularly over this summer. And, and I was talking to a couple of business owners last week who recalled that in the past, you know, everybody would say this tourist season is the best ever, but they are fairly pragmatic and they said, actually, this has been the best tourist season. And indeed, I think South Australians have realised by having to travel, only being able to travel really locally, that there are some fantastic places around this state and particularly places like Kangaroo Island where you can turn up and have world-class beaches in, in fantastic weather and engage with the wildlife and all the rest of it like you wouldn't be able to do anywhere else. Well, I know that Phil Hopman from Phil Hopman Travel says the number of South Australians who are all of a sudden, after having lived here for nearly all of their lives, are actually discovering some of the great places to go in this state yeah. of ours. Um, Alex, uh, looking after the uh, the Adelaide Hills area, what's, uh, what's the recovery from a, a tourism point of view been like up there? Oh, look, uh, I certainly echo what uh, Robert just said. I think it can be captured in saying that South Australians haven't let us down. Uh, you'd recall early in the piece, you know, there was a call from government and uh, everybody out here for tourists to come, 
as it was in Kangaroo Island. And then, unfortunately, we had some uh, severe uh, weather come in, uh, some heat waves, and then it stopped, and then we had COVID. But when you look at the the local towns, every midday of weekdays and the entire weekend, the place is packed. It's really humming along, and certainly uh, there'll be some fantastic numbers coming uh, out of all of this uh, for the locals. And I, I really hope that uh, this continues on because, uh, you know, we're only uh, 40-odd minutes away from the city of Adelaide and there's so much to offer here in the Adelaide Hills. Alex, we know, of course, there have been uh, many negative, understandable aspects of the of the fires, but perhaps you can tell us about some of the um, the more positive things that you've, uh, you've seen over the last 12 months or so as part of this recovery program. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Uh, sorry, uh, Tony. I, I think that one of the big things is this community spirit. It was so uh, evident there in the volunteering. You know, we had absolutely thousands of people over the last 13 months helping out, helping the local community up here. So number one is the volunteering and the camaraderie and the community spirit was just outstanding. Uh, out of this, we've also seen some of the service clubs, you know, the traditional lines and rotaries. Uh, yeah. A lot of interest in in supporting those again because we all know that they were going into decline, and that's that's going to be a fantastic thing going into the future. Of course, we'd all remember that the CFS only uh, uh, the year before were really struggling for volunteers, and uh, uh, I think they've basically have to turn them away at the moment. There's been such a huge uh, interest in joining the CFS, which is uh, a fantastic thing for the uh, Adelaide Hills going forward. It's uh, it's one thirty eight. We're talking to Alex Zimmerman. Alec is uh, in charge of the um, the local recovery coordinator for Cuddly Creek up in the Adelaide Hills, and uh, Rob Manton is looking after the the local recovery coordination over on Kangaroo Island. Uh, gentlemen, a question for both of you: um, the uh, some of the mental health issues uh, they've only been lightly touched on, but some people who who went through just these horrific bushfires, some of them probably are, are still struggling. A year or so later, would, would that be correct? Uh, yeah. Sorry, Alex. Rob, go ahead. Go. No, you go, Rob. Um, yeah. Look, I, th- I think you're. I think you're right, Tony. Um, and indeed, I've, my sense is that we operate on five lines of recovery here. One of which is social health and well-being, and that will be the longest line of recovery that the community has to address. And I think, based on my military experience, and I know Alex has probably seen the same in the police force. There'll be people who will present with depression, even post-traumatic stress in 10 years' time that will relate back to this event. Um, And one of the things that we're trying to do with government and ourselves and with the community is to make sure that community is is positioned to be able to address those issues when when they occur. Um, Everybody's recovery is different and people um, recover at a different pace um, with a different priority. Um, and so for some, the effect is immediate. For others, it is quite slow burning. If you've got a question for either, um, for both gentlemen, for Alex Zimmerman and Rob Manton, by all means, give us a, a call on 8223 0000 about the, uh, the, the recovery. A question from Steve. He says, is it just possible that uh, some areas, especially up in the Adelaide Hills, shouldn't be as densely populated as they are, always subjected to bushfires at this time of the year. Or a tickly one, that's uh, that's been mentioned from time to time. Alex, what do you uh, think about that? Well, 
there's an inevitability that people are making the tree changes and uh, what we need to do is take that into account. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, what we saw in the destruction wrought by that fire was uh, unbelievable and uh, I, I wouldn't suggest that uh, it's due to overpopulation or density. I think all of this stuff has now really been highlighted as a consequence of the Royal Commission. The CFS are working uh, as a consequence of the outcome of their review and uh, councils, uh, government and state government are now looking at a whole plethora of uh, strategies to do what we can to minimise future bushfires and especially the uh, damage that can be caused by them. So I think it's a, working with within the constraints of what will be, will be, and uh, having an awareness of it and doing our best to minimise uh, any damage. A question from Kerry. Uh, Rob, uh, you'll be able to handle this one for us, uh, as you are, the uh, the local recovery coordinator for KI. There was talk about the development of a, of a major golf course over on Kangaroo Island. Will that still go ahead? Is it still being planned? What's, uh, what's the latest on that? Um, my understanding is that it will, uh, Tony, um, and thanks, Kerry, for your question. Um, it's really a matter for council. My, my understanding is that approvals are, are in, in, in the works. Um, the land has been identified. One of the major projects that was funded by state and federal governments was for the um, um, a desalination plant to be developed over here at a cost of a fairly sizable cost, part of which would service the water supply required for that golf course. So my understanding is that it will go ahead. If it does, it'll be spectacular because it's on the southern, on the cliffs of the Southern Ocean on the south side of the island where it's to be located. It'll be absolutely spectacular. Interesting question from Andrew. He says, uh, gentlemen, he said, um, uh, because of the fact that we live with bushfires in this state of ours every summer, and let's face it, that is a fact of life, the stinking hot Decembers and Januaries and into Februarys and, and bushfires, I suppose, inevitably are just a part of our living here. Uh, Andrew's question is, what about the, um, uh, perhaps a, a water bomber or even a couple of these planes stationed up at Edinburgh at the time of the bushfire seasons? Gentlemen, your thoughts on that? Um Look, uh, uh, Alex here, Tony. Uh, look, I think this is well and truly within the CFS's, uh, you know, uh, decision-making uh, purview. Uh, I think that the arrangement that we have, we already have aircraft strategically located and available during the bushfire season. Uh, you know, we've got the um, large uh, helicopter and uh, fire bombers strategically located and CFS have continued to build on their air capacity. Right, yeah, it, it comes up from time to time. If you've got oh, any questions, and, and there's always questions about the Bushfire Recovery Program, give us a call on 822 as we talk to Alex Zimmerman, who's the Cuddly Creek Local Recovery Coordinator, and Rob, Rob Manton, who's looking after the recovery program over there on Kangaroo Island. Pilka, good afternoon. Back in a moment or so, it's just on 16 to minutes to two. Itching to have your say on the 5AA Breakfast Show? Now, you're guaranteed to get through with your comments, feedback and questions. Thanks to our great friends at the Telstra store, Mount Barker and Murray Bridge, you can now text the 5AA Breakfast Show on 0448 08 1395. Write it down, 0448 08 1395. All thanks to our friends at the Telstra store, Mount Barker and Murray Bridge. Standard SMS fees apply. Your Peninsula Community Transport has changed 
changed its name to better reflect its range of services. We're now called Community Care and Transport Incorporated. Our friendly, caring staff and volunteers will still continue to provide great care just for you. Care in motion. Community Care and Transport Incorporated is here to serve our community with care at the forefront of everything we do. For more information, go to communitycareandtransport.org.au. Community Care and Transport Incorporated. Care in motion. Discover just how good retirement living can be at an Aveo Open House from Tuesday 19th to Thursday 21st of January. Come and explore our communities, tour the display units and chat to our friendly team to find out why so many people love to call Aveo home. With retirement communities across Adelaide, there's sure to be an open house near you. To find out more and RSVP, search AVEO Open House Adelaide. It's uh, just a little after a quarter to two. Are you ready to uh, wander out yonder over there in WA? We're talking about Perth, effortlessly blending urban cool and raw natural beauty. It's really a lovely, lovely city, no doubt about that. The city bristles with uh, new bars and restaurants and hotels and cultural spaces ready for you to explore. Just drive away, of course, a short drive away. You've got the uh, the beautiful wineries of the Swan Valley, and they are really quite uh, quite quite lovely. The, uh, the wineries over there in the Swan Valley. You've got a string of stunning beaches where you can watch uh, amazing sunsets and even swim with a wild dolphin. And of course, you can't forget when you're talking about Perth and WA, Rottnest Island, home to the friendly quokkas. They're boring things, but anyway, the people in WA love them. Oh, the quokkas. They're a bit like zig and zag, the pandas. Uh, they, they just kind of sit there and do bloody nothing. Anyway, Rottnest Island. That's interesting. Here's a chance to win a, a $10,000 ultimate WA adventure for your choice, for you and a friend. That's a good prize, a $10,000 ultimate WA adventure. You can also win $250 worth of premium Margaret River wine. And to give you a taste of the WA wineries. And to enter, you simply head to the to the win page on 5AA.com.au and register. Simple as that. The head to the, uh, the win page at 5AA.com.au and register. And there's many adventures waiting for you to be discovered in WA. So plan your trip now and as they say, wanderoutyonder.com.au. That's a good prize, $10,000. Back in a moment or two. Buy a brand new Subaru and receive an Accor Hotels travel pack valued at up to $1,200 for your next Great Australian Detour. T's and C's apply, limited time only, and excludes MY21 Outback. Hi, it's David Pemberthy here with another Wallers Furniture Fact. Now, did you know that Wallers can remove your old furniture? They know that one of the biggest hassles when buying new furniture is having to get rid of the old stuff, especially those heavy and bulky items like lounges and mattresses. So Wallers expert delivery team can remove any unwanted furniture when they deliver your new Wallers furniture and save you the problem. So do what I do. Visit the Wallers family at Mount Barker, Richmond and Zanunda. At Spotlight, a window's what you make it. Save 50% off all ready-to-hang indoor blinds, 30 to 50% off all ready-to-hang curtains, and 30% off all made-to-measure curtains, blinds and shutters. So you can cool it, roll it, and shade it for less. Exclusions apply. At Spotlight, it's what you make it. Are you cool enough this summer? Getting the best out of your evaporative air conditioner? Give Ken a call. It's recommended evaporative air conditioners are serviced every year. We can service, repair, or replace your unit, keeping you cool this summer. Ken Hall Plumbers, 8364-5855. An important message from the Victorian Government. To help stop the spread of coronavirus, 
All residents and travellers wishing to enter Victoria must now apply for a permit. To find out whether you are currently in a red zone, orange zone or green zone, and what you must do to enter Victoria, visit coronavirus.vic.gov.au. Stay safe, stay open. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Macular degeneration is Australia's leading cause of blindness. If you're over 50, have an eye test and macular check. Early detection is vital. You can have the very early signs without even knowing. Information, guidance and support is only a phone call away. Call the Macular Disease Foundation on 1800 111709 for a free macular degeneration information kit. Scrape your caravan, Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington. It's, um, well, it's a Monday afternoon. It's nearly 10 minutes to 2. We're talking to a couple of the blokes, Alex Zimmerman, who's the uh, local recovery coordinator for Cuddly Creek, and uh, Rob, Rob Manton, is the local recovery coordinator for over there on KKI, talking about the devastation and just the, the horrific things that happened to us a year or so ago and these bushfires of ours. If you've got a question for either of the gentlemen about the bushfire and the re- recovery program, by all means, give us a ring on 8223-0000. Alex and, uh, and Rob, a question for both of you. Uh, uh, local communities, um, uh, how involved? I would imagine they're right involved, uh, very heavily involved in the whole recovery program going on at the moment yeah they are it's, um, it's Rob um, Tony yeah they are, um, have been since the outset they've formed the backbone and the basis of the local recovery committee it's it's their recovery plan one of the fundamentals of, of disaster recovery is community led and that's very much been at the forefront uh, of the community over here from the mayor right down to uh, individual property owners small business owners and, and um, even people who come here and have weekend properties, etc. So the community is heavily invested um, in its recovery. Alex, uh, were, did people make a lot of changes uh, uh, for this bushfire season in lieu of what had happened 12 months or so ago? Were there, were there extra precautions implemented by the locals? Oh, yeah. Look, uh, I think, Tony, um, there was a lot of information that was being sought about bushfires, which were... Uh, was indicating that uh, people had been relatively ambivalent about their bushfire safety. So we've been providing uh, a lot of bushfire CFS awareness information sessions for everybody. And, of course, a big thing that uh, a lot of people did struggle with was insurance payments. So we've been encouraging people to make sure that they're properly insured because when, when you lose everything uh, and you've only got the clothes that you know you escaped in, you really rely on insurance to uh, uh, move forward, and uh, so that's incredibly important. So we've seen a lot of people re-evaluating their insurance, which is so important. What's the um, what's the rejuvenation of the um, of the uh, of the undergrowth and and some of the um, some of the fertile land? How badly has some of that been affected, fellas? Um, look. Uh, uh, Alex first and then uh, go to Rob because I think, uh, you know, some of the things that were at Kangaroo Island was, abs- you know, absolute uh, desolation. Uh, I, I think for the Adelaide Hills, uh, it didn't take long before Mother Nature certainly showed a hand and, uh, you know, it's greening up at an incredible rate and I would suggest that within a couple of months it'd be, it'd, some people would be hard-pressed to know that a fire went through in certain areas. So 
So, uh, you know, the recovery's been pretty uh, strong here. But, of course, that's certainly been helped with uh, the weather and uh, some of the rainfalls that we get here, and we're still getting. But certainly uh, Rob, Rob would be probably experiencing something else there. Yeah, it's Robert, a, a little different. A little different on the island in that, uh, as Alex has indicated, part of the certainly the western end of the island um, was absolutely decimated. The intensity of the fire was had had never been seen before by people who had been fighting fires on the island for over forty years. Um, so the impact was significant. Having said that, Mother Nature is is amazing, and the regeneration certainly of the undergrowth and what have you has been has been quite phenomenal. There are, it will take time. Um, but having said that, I think it's it's important, you know, you can drive through, down the main road through Flinders Chase, and it's important for people to see that, yes, there was a fire here, but you can see that it is coming back to life. Um, and I think that's important. A gentlemen, a question for both of you from Susie. Susie, thanks for the uh, for the call. Left us a message. She said, uh, "What's been the difference this year? Uh, not as hot as last year or la- la- last bushfire season. Improved weather conditions, or have people in the living in these areas taken more precautions?" Uh, I might go first, um, and then perhaps throw to Alex. I think all of the above, um, Tony uh, and Susie. I, I, I think. Certainly those that live on the island have made greater preparations and those sort of things that Alex listed earlier are very pertinent here as well. Uh, but in terms of um, their own preparation around their own properties, people are now much clearer about what they can and can't do and what they can't do, they seek advice and assistance. Um, but I think also the fact that there was... Um, it, it hasn't been... The, the summer hasn't been as intense. It is still quite dry, um, but it wasn't as intense as it was last year as well. Uh, Alex, a question. This is from Dave sending us an email on air at 5AA.com.au. Dave, thank you for that. He said, um, have a lot of uh, people decided that they will not live in areas like the Adelaide Hills and Cuddly Creek areas as a result of those uh, bushfires of 13 months or so ago? Yeah, look, the answer to that uh, isn't uh, obvious at the moment. Uh, That'll come in time. Uh, You know, we've only had about a half a dozen homes uh, completed at the moment. We know that there are quite a few that are in the process of. Uh, being uh, built, and uh, I'd expect in the first uh, half of this next this year that we'll see quite a few of those come um, to completion. But uh, I think that, uh, and I'm not aware of the specific statistics, but it's in double figures that uh, when you look at disasters uh, and longitudinal studies, that there is a significant proportion of people who were impacted. Uh, badly by the fires who make those decisions not to actually remain in the area and uh, um, those statistics are available but uh, my recollection is that they are in double double figures. This is from uh, from Ali. She said, uh, Pilko, I, I admire the work that both of the gentlemen you're talking to are doing. How long will their roles continue, fellas? Um, well, look, uh, this, this, we're, we're really working at about the third stage of the recovery program we're, we're remaining here at the moment until the end of March, and what we're doing at the moment is working with the community groups that uh, Rob identified, our local recovery committee and the community reference groups, to uh, return the communities back to normal uh, from the point of view of them being able to access the services that we really focus on through the normal uh, chains, uh, you know, whether they're bureaucratic with the government or... Uh, you know, putting them in touch through local government, um, 
state government agencies. Uh, so we're looking at these transition plans at the moment that we'll uh, be sharing with the community. Uh, but at this stage, for us personally, uh, March 31 is our date. All right. Fellas, uh, thanks for the time this afternoon. Congratulations on the uh, on the work that you're doing and the work that you'll obviously be doing for a fair while. We much appreciate the work you do and your time this afternoon. Boys, uh, thanks again. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Tony.